bitches. What's up, motherfuckers? We's here. We doing our thing. I'm not doing it remote. Yay! He's I was got... supposed to be in Mexico tonight, and mm-hmm. I ain't. Mexico. <laughs> you boys like Mexico? Yeah. <laughs> what happened to your Mexico flight? Uh, my flight out of San Luis Obispo this morning got canceled, so they had me fly out at lunchtime. Nice. And then the flight was oversold, so they literally had to run the auction of, all right, who wants to go up their travel plans for 300 bucks? Now 500 bucks, and then they like, no, we couldn't get any takers. It's like, all right, guess what, folks? Um, we're going to start calling names instead of groups to board. It took an hour to load an Airbus 319. Holy shit. <laughs> and guess who was getting his probationary line check today? Yay! We're going to check Airman in the jump seat. So how was it? Good. Awesome. <laughs> Very good. Still cross, still checking the boxes, dotting the I's. Yes. So, ladies eight and gentlemen. In, we're doing, eight months in, we're doing strong. Very nice. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you are on the live show page thingy, uh, you can apparently, unless you fuck it up like I just did because I was trying Uh-oh. to do it to make sure that it could do it. And then, where is it? Here it is. Yay. I'm going to see if it gives me a notification or if I have to like leave it open. It does not. I have to leave it open. Okay. So... If you're on the show page on theporchfactor.com, and this is only available if you're watching the live stream, so both live stream for our our folks who are shitlords, but also our, our lab attendants and our stoop kids that can hear this side as well, there is a chat. You can chat. It's right in the player. Whether you're on mobile or, or desktop or whatever, it's it's in there. Chat. So Chat. That is how you become a stoop kid. That's how you hang out and join the party. Correct. Then you come to the clubhouse, and then you're actually a shitlord. But you have to support the show in order to do that. So, there you go. Everybody can chat that's listening to this side. Just go to the chat. Enjoy. And I'll have it up, and I can respond if you like. All right. So, welcome to the show. Oh, my gosh. I think the very first thing in my show notes was, what the fuck? Seriously, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> and that narrows it down. Not at all. <laughs> it's 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 not supposed to because there's n- there's no way to to narrow this all down. Again, it's, as as you folks may have noticed in the intro, one of the things we do here is cover fucked up stuff. And the 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 dude we chose to illustrate that idea that's not an accident. <laughs> it really isn't really isn't and none of the things that come out of his mouth are an accident it's wiring getting crossed upstairs yeah you know a lot of people like used to anyway put up with it and say that oh well he's older and blah 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 this and that this is the guy with his finger on the nuclear button when ronald reagan was like this in the second term they wanted to get rid of him exactly this dude was like this five years ago and even then it was like they would question him while he was currently the vice president. Yeah. Like while he was vice president, they were already questioning his yeah. capabilities. We're all sitting here going, yeah, that's why he was vice president. He was insurance to make sure nobody right. took out the president. Exactly. He learned that lesson very well when he chose his. Yes. <laughs> he was like, hey, guess what? Out of the frying pan into the fire. Nobody's going to take re- Nobody's going to get rid of me. Yeah, exactly. No, nobody wants that shit storm. 
But we already have a shitstorm. We currently yeah. have a shitstorm. It goes from a shitstorm to a Category 5 shitstorm. Yes. Umbrellas ain't going to help, folks. Al Roker is <sighs> no. going, hey, I'm out, man. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Cantor Fuck. from the Weather Channel is like, no. Fuck this shit, he I'm out. no part of this one. <laughs> <laughs> I should have that on my soundboards. Fuck this shit, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah, no. Let's go to Ollie with the uh, Blacky Weather Forecast. Ollie, fuck this shit! Thank you, Ollie. <laughs> Thanks, Ollie. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude. And we're just the laughing stock of, like, the entire planet. Yeah. Like, like... Yeah, let's go up to Canada and thank China. Oh, wait, I mean Canada. I'm like... Okay... <laughs> <laughs> like I know other, China's paying you big sums of money. We've got the bank records, so stop trying to deny it. Bro. Right, we got it. Uh, we we got the receipts. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there was an expense form that was filled yeah, out. Dude, yeah, <laughs> your name's all over it. We get it, but seriously, other agencies, other other uh, news agencies from based in other countries, are literally having the Bi- what the fuck did Biden say today? Yeah. Like little spots during their regular news cycles. And the Saudis have a whole Saturday Night Live skit <laughs> surrounding all of this. <laughs> and it's hilarious because it's all true. And that's the problem, ladies that's, and gentlemen. The that's best, the thing, folks. They don't have to make stuff up. The best comedy in history is truth. And seriously, SNL back in the days of Dan Aykroyd and Chevy Chase would yes. be like, oh, goody, what did he give us for free material this week? Exactly. The writers are like, all right, man, we're just going to go like... Seriously, find, see if you can, okay, let me find the the, the, the Dan Aykroyd uh, as Jimmy Carter. Oh, bit. God. I'm talking oh, about God. inflation. See if this rings any bells, folks. It's like, does this sound a little familiar? Did I ever tell you that my mother was a um, wedding planner? Oh, okay. Yeah. It was like one of her one of her things she liked to do. She worked for a photographer one time. She was, uh, I think she had a real estate license at some point. Okay. Kind of like a jack of all trades, kind of like, you know, I took after mom with that regard because like I did insurance, I did law enforcement, I did, you know, <laughs> piloting, <laughs> you know, um, many all the things. Well, one of the weddings that she did and my parents went to, I forget who it was that was part of his family, but it was for Dan Aykroyd. No oh, shit. So like they were hanging out with Dan Aykroyd. Like at one point they needed. I bet he's a, a hoot. They said he was a hoot. They uh, at one point they needed a bunch of chairs, right? They needed a hell of a lot more chairs. Um, so Dan Aykroyd, my father, and some other folks went off into the the place that they were in for this reception and went off and like found chairs and like gathered chairs from all all the places and brought them back into wherever the reception hall was. <laughs> so that's what my dad's remember a, mem- a memory of Dan Aykroyd is running through this building grabbing chairs with Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> we got to get it done. Let's do it. Yeah. My only dude, seriously, I worked for Disney, okay? I was a cast member at Disney World, and I never really had a major uh, 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 famous person run-in. The closest I've ever become to a celebrity run-in was Robert Duvall still owns uh, um, um, property here in Virginia. Mm-hmm. It's up right north. Right the, the DHL uh when you were in the DHL, right? Yeah, yeah. I, think I, I think, you know, if you linger longer, I think I'd have told that story here before. But that's the closest that I've ever come is 
being at his house that's here. And I think it was his, like his nephew or his brother. Does he have a brother? I don't know. I forget who it is that, that more recent, like more regularly stays at the house. But apparently they were there. I dropped off a package because I worked for DHL at the time. And I asked if he was there. I was like, I mean, is he there? <laughs> and they're like, no, nah, you just missed him. Apparently he was in DC for some gala or something like that. I And I had just missed him. And that's saying something because their area, I think it's Percival, is first in my list. Like when I left the dock with all of the packages. Like he must have just left. Like it was like, early yeah. as fuck in the morning. You get to the dock at like 6 a.m. And you're he had a breakfast thing somewhere. Exactly. So, um, that was as close as I've ever come to a, to a celeb sighting as it were. Okay. No, I take that back. I did sound or I helped do sound, uh, for the misfits and breaking Benjamin. Oh, the don't forget next the time thing. you have to sit in. A Holy check. fuck. That's next one of the big coolest thing. stories you've ever told. Oh my God, my brain is just shut off. Not, I don't think we've done, I don't think you told that story since you first told it 15 years ago on this show. Let me get the actual dates. Yeah. It was, uh, you, I wanted you to say it was 2004. So, like, right after you came back from Daytona? Uh, no, it, it was, was in, up, it, it was it was in Florida. Florida. The Nissan Pavilion. No, it was in Florida. Yeah. It was in Florida. It was in Florida. Yeah. It okay. was at, I got a sword. He said it was up at, at Nissan up in Britain, uh, uh, out on 66. Oh, was it at Eagle Bank or Nissan Pavilion or whatever it was back no, then? No, like back then they weren't, um, they weren't as big. Well, no, it was, I think you said it was like part of a, a like a festival. It was kind a of festival. Thing. It was them and like, I think it was and next like big five thing. or six other bands. I thought it was next big thing. It, family 90, values. it might have been the 97X show. Family, family values. I want to say that sounds familiar. Where, 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 where are you? Family Values Tour or something like that? Uh, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> they did a lot the drummer, of fucking shows. The drummer's shows. off chilling and they got to get, they got to launch the freaking uh, sound checker. Like, we need a drummer. Uh, it was the, <laughs> uh, no, that was the one in Norfolk. That was the big one of that year. That was in Norfolk with like Slipknot and Shine Down, Dropkick Murphys and Peoples. That wasn't it. Uh, I'm going to go through this list while I'm, t- while I'm talking. Um, but the sad thing was, is that I really didn't get to see a whole lot of them during that whole thing. I was just kind of on stage, you know, milling about. So I didn't get to see a whole lot of I, folks. Yeah. I thought you were doing monitor sound. I was. If I remember the story correctly. Yeah, yeah. On the monitor side, but you know, I was support, right? Uh, okay. Um, so I didn't get to like meet all of them. I wasn't like hanging out. I was just that guy that happened to have the, 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 Thing around I happen neck, to know right? how to play drums, and our drummer is, for our, whatever reason, MIA at the moment. He had to dr- go do something. Their drum tech uh, was doing it, and that was, like, early on in their career, too. So, like, having drum techs, that was relatively new to them. I was like, ooh, mm-hmm. we get to go and go, you know, sit in the, the little thing over here and eat and drink and whatever, while other people do our work for us. They don't do that shit anymore, and almost nobody does. Almost nobody like if you go see a band, insert band name here, right? All of the members of the band are on stage doing their sound check themselves. 
Yes. And as a matter of fact, there's often like special tickets that you can purchase that will do like a back behind the scenes thing or, or meet and greets. And you also get to go into B in the uh, 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 stadium or wherever you are during sound check. Nice. Because they're basically like doing half the show. Yeah, a lot of times they'll use it as rehearsal for stuff that they're, I don't know, prepping a fan club show or some other special event. I remember Dream Theater used to do this when they do a two-night stand in a venue. They'd play the normal tour show the first night, and then the second night they'd do something completely different. They'd like, I think they'd like, they'd cover an entire album by another band or something that was one of their big influences. I think like one time they even covered like uh, Number of the Beast by Iron Maiden from start to finish. No shit. <laughs> the whole show. Damn. And then they go play a few of their songs, you know, for like the second set. But yeah, it, it, it was all kinds of stuff. They do that all the time. And it's, it's and you're going, oh, okay. He's like, my favorite band. And they get to play some of other folks' music. They turn into a cover band for the night. And, it's, and that's usually how they would do it is at Soundcheck. That's the opportunity to rehearse it. Yeah. And then uh, also like new songs, right? Like yeah. brand new releases. They have a new single out, but they're already on tour. Not for that album. You know, it's just something they came up with. Either it was finally done because they were out. And that's part of the the rule of thir- the rule of threes, not the rule of thirds. That's photography. That's a photography thing. Yeah. The rule of threes is every three months you do a release thing. Okay. So let's say you go in the studio and you spend about three months with the studio process, from the writing process to the recording process to mixing, mastering, publishing stuff photos, music videos, you know, setting up things for your, 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 um, uh, uh, singles or whatever, however your deployment plan is. It's about three months of work straight and no, you're not sleeping. (laughs) Okay. You're not sleeping. If you're sleeping, it's in the studio, right? Man, that's because you asked the fuck out. You were sitting on the couch (laughs) while the mixing engineer three hours to chill. Followed and then you get by, back up, have a cup of coffee, and then go back to work, start correct. laying stuff down or writing. Unless you were the Rev from A7X, that boy was one take Charlie. Like the only time he would do another take is if he came up with something else that was more fun. Okay. They would constantly tell stories about him just going in. All right, I'm going. He's like, I'm doing this. And they're like, all right, let me try something. Yes. Oh, I like that better. Let's do that. <laughs> I like that better. Let's do that. Or have you ever heard the song by A7X? Uh, um, I think the on. only one I know by them is Almost Easy. Oh. Great song, but I think it's the only one I know. Absolutely amazing song. However, oh. Oh. Searching for music for your Fuck next you. video? Fuck you, suck yeah, a dick. Ron always gets surprise butt sex from the YouTube ads. Yes. <laughs> you know what? I tried to get YouTube premium the other day, but it wouldn't, like, I couldn't go through the process to just add it to my account. I spend all the money with Google already. I have, like, five and, terabytes of storage in Google. And, and you just can't say, yes, give me YouTube premium for another 10 bucks a month or whatever. I have Google Fi. I have a Google phone. I'm Google, okay? I'm as Google as Apple people are Apple. So I'm only Apple for the mobile devices, literally, and my Apple TV, because that's just, it's just so much easier to have one remote for all your smart TV shit. Same thing with my Google. Like, all my TVs are Google TVs. Yeah. But as you know, because you were just here. Yeah. I have AirPlay, 
uh, built into the the, uh, the yeah, casting. So I can thing. still sling stuff from my Apple stuff to it. You know, exactly. Like, Perfect. YouTube yeah. on my iPad. Hey, Ron, let's watch this. <laughs> I'm like at work. <laughs> I'm like at work, and he's just playing YouTube videos on uh, what are the, the Brandon those, Herrera? And, those guys and, that do uh, DCS. Grim Reapers and everybody else. Yeah. Oh my Which god, one? the guys that do the DCS stuff. Uh, Grim Reapers. Yeah, yeah. That, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, no, we're not being plugged by them. Fuck that no, is a we could. fucking <laughs> excellent thing. Yeah, so if you know what DCS is, which is a digital combat simulator. It's Microsoft Flight Sim, but with fighter planes. Correct. It's effectively what it is. It's I know Microsoft did combat flight simulator in the past, but no, this is literally, you need to know which switches and buttons to click in order to make the airplane work properly. It's not just drive gas go. I learned how to start and shut down an FA-18 Super Hornet. The fun part is when you get into the smart weapons, you realize, good Lord, I need, well, you're an, I need an IT certification to work this thing. Well, it just so happens. It just so happens. <laughs> that's lucky for you. That's why I love flying the F-14. It's literally a, you, you let Jester handle everything and you yeah. just, okay, sparrows, phoenixes, sidewinders, uh, guns, uh, and uh, dude, lock this dude up on radar. Got him. Fox one, kill. Yeah. And, and the crazy thing is uh, from the, the missile standpoint, there was a lot that I didn't know, actually. Um, like the ranges and stuff like that and how some of them you have to lead the nose and it gives you a little target point to lead the nose so that it helps it. It launches and then starts tracking and you're hoping that it catches the track. And then if it doesn't catch the track early enough, it'll sail and it'll eventually you know tango uniform yeah. itself and the, i'm just the like sparrows are the sparrows are fun to work with i've heard they cool. were a lot more buggy in the early model of the tomcat and I said, okay i i they it had been out for a year or two by the time i got into it so they pretty much worked all the bugs out but a lot of people said in the first year or so of the tomcat module being out there you start using sparrows just like don't even bother freaking loading them on the plane it's yeah. phoenixes and sidewinders because the sparrows are fucking useless yeah yeah there were some of those guys that they're much better now but, but yeah Whatever. And the thing is that the Tomcat was never equipped to handle the AIM-120. Even the D models, they never once modernized it to that level. And that's one yeah. of the reasons they got rid of the Tomcat. Because it was like, all right, we could do a whole new 21st century upgrade in avionics, engines, freaking uh, the flight control computers and everything on that sir. Nope, too expensive. We're just going to do the Super Hornets. And then for like a decade, they didn't have a proper long-range weapons platform air-to-air on the carrier. Until they finally came up with a D model of the AMRAM. It's like, oh, goody, now it'll go out to Phoenix range. <laughs> nice. Smaller warhead, but it'll reach you know, it'll reach out and AT&T somebody. I love the AMRAM. That's probably my it's, favorite. It's, it's great. One... It's, fire and, it's a sparrow, but it's fire and forget. Yes. I've <laughs> Sparrows always... are kind of a pain in the ass because you have to keep pointed at it. And if he's coming at you, if, yeah. you're, <laughs> if you're nose to nose and you're launching a sparrow, it's like, all right, guys, let's just hope uh, this dude doesn't flip anything back at me because I can't notch. Right. Yeah. And that, that sucks. I, Okay, hopefully the chaff flares and jammers are all I need. Cause yeah. uh oh, <laughs> and then click, click. Oh fuck! <laughs> like I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. Shit. <laughs> so Avenged Sevenfold, for those who don't know, as uh, a as a metal band, hard rock metal band, and they've been playing music for a hell of a lot of fucking time, like since the '90s, right? And they're still rocking today. Now, everybody in the band with the exception of one, is still the original members of the band. They all have specialized names, like M. Shadows is their lead singer. The Rev was their drummer. Uh, um, um, oh, my God. Um, dude. 
my brain just shut off. Man. Uh, 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 Sinister Gates is the main guitarist, the lead guitarist. Zacky Vengeance is the rhythm guitarist. Uh, like I said, M Shadows uh, for um, lead vocals. The Rev was the original drummer. Now, the Rev, unfortunately, had a uh, a heart problem, and he took... He took um, heart medicine, and I'm like, bro, same. But um, he uh, he took heart medicine, and unfortunately, one time uh, he either oh, and I'm sorry, I forgot Johnny Christ. Johnny Christ is the bassist, uh, hell of a bassist. Um, he un- accidentally one day took one too many, and that combined with you know like you know regular. I'm a rock star, so probably drinking something or whatever. Um, it stopped his heart. So we lost Jimmy the Rev Sullivan. This man, though, from a musician's standpoint, like that that whole band is just fistful of of musicians, like musicians, musicians. I think didn't Mike Portnoy come in to? <clears throat> Fill in for him after he died because they had a tour coming up and fucked it all up too. Mm. He was not hard enough, and that was during the years with his blue chin. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say that was some of the most metal years of Portnoy music. I'm going really still wasn't Too good. <laughs> and then they came up with this other guy, uh, Aaron A R I N Aaron. Um, he played the drums for. A little while. Uh, the last uh, uh, album that came out, he was the drummer. But they never gave him a nickname. Never gave him a stage name. And if you don't have a stage name, <laughs> you in Avenged Sevenfold, you're probably not staying with the band. And sure enough, they got rid of him. Uh, they replaced him uh, with uh, Brooks Wackerman, who is a, he's a damn good drummer. He's probably the best drummer they've had from a technical standpoint sense jimmy but he's not he's not a writer okay jimmy the rev sullivan though like when they got into the studio like i i know what this looks like because i've recorded people in this room that have done the same where you're just like ooh, let's do this while you're recording and the ooh, let's do this some of those decisions are terrible don't do that what the fuck is wrong? Stop doing drugs. You have overdosed <laughs> today. Stop. Drugs are bad. Okay. Drugs are bad. Okay. Okay. Well, um, out of out of the Mac. Try to get out get of the Mac. You get out of the Mac. You like, no, Mister Mackey. No, no. Um, he uh, he was one of those guys that like you had to calm him down because there were so many ideas and they were just like. They were all good. Kind of like us on the show. Yeah. <laughs> now that I think yeah. about it, I'm like, oh, yeah. It's like, what's your show about? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, folks have asked me, what's, what's the podcast about? Okay. Yes. <laughs> it is. Yes. We even <laughs> tried to do a political show when we, when we oh, t- yeah. tried to take a hiatus from this kind of show. Yeah. And it turned into this show again. It turned back into the show. We tried to deliberately focus ourselves, and that's a waste of time. It is. 
It is. <laughs> it's a wasted effort. So Jimmy would go in. I mean, Jimmy, he's playing metal music with Latin beats. Okay. And then he would throw in some, some straight up jazz. And then a breakdown would come and it would just be straight metal. You know, and then like right in the middle is a boom, 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 you know, in the middle of the song. Completely different field change. Totally. All within eight bars. Yep. Okay. At 160 BPM. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the man was It does nuts. sound like us. Yes. <laughs> man was nuts. Like we'll cover all of these subjects in the space of 10 minutes. Yes. Well, Jimmy, um, he helped write a lot of the songs. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, there was certain aspects, like they even do these behind the scenes ones on YouTube where they show like when they were writing a song, you know, what, what was going on and like M shadows would be like, Oh yeah, I wrote this and we did this. And then we were like, Oh shit, let's try that. And then Zachy vengeance would be like, man, I played that like 900 fucking times. I can never get that motherfucker, <laughs> you know? And then they told the story about this song and this is my favorite song by avenged sevenfold. Um, <laughs> The song is muy interesante. <laughs> okay. I'll just, I'll start saying that. Um, this was a song that they pretty much just kind of let Jimmy run with. You'll understand what I mean by that shortly. Here we go. Parental advisory straight up. They had to add this. This is actually on their site, like their their mm. YouTube channel. Remember, this is a metal band. Yeah. You know what they sound like. And here's this intro. Again, I, I'm, I'm from, uh, Dream Theater's done this occasionally where I go, this, this is the same band, right? Did I put on the wrong album? <laughs> More Avenged Sevenfold, like. Yeah, this is what I'm expecting. Now, get ready for these vocals, though. Before the story begins, is it such a sin for me to take what's mine until the end of time? We were more than friends before the story ends, and I will take what's mine. Great book I would never desire. So strong for far too long I was weak with fear that something would go wrong Before the possibilities came true I took all possibility from you I almost left myself to tears Conjuring her deepest fears So I'll stop there for a second. Um, that voice you heard uh, <laughs> right before the break there, that was Jimmy the Rev Sullivan. That was okay. his his vocal part of this song. 
<laughs> I was like, I see what you mean by that. Let him run. Let him run with it. <laughs> you hear everything layered over. You hear Zacky in there. You hear uh, M Shadows. You know, like backing parts. You hear the horns and the vi- You know, like the orchestra portions in the background. You hear Jimmy playing. You hear you know everybody. But there are so many goddamn layers, and as a as a recording engineer, I couldn't even imagine what their Pro Tool session looked like. <laughs> so like, I've got all the tracks. How many tracks do you have? Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's like we got the whole board. We still have sliders left that are unused. Fuck it, add more. They they were like, oh, we need to reel in another forty two U rack of servers just to have enough power to run this session. <laughs> I'm sitting on a 42. Yeah, basically a fridge. Right. <laughs> Another fridge. Yes. <laughs> Did you hear that line? I it, it did, on my end it comes out so compressed and weird. It's nothing like what it sounds like on your end. All right, let me pull up pull up the the lyrics on your end. Avenge, Avenge sevenfold a little piece of heaven. The <laughs> when you read them as you're reading along, you're going to be like, "What the fuck?" Oh, lordy! Hey, you good? Yeah. Okay. So. Put the video back up. Oh. Oops. Because literally, it's just me looking down at my iPad. I forgot to put it It's all our. It's all our. It's all our loyal fans are seeing. I thought I clicked it. <laughs> I really always knew that my little crime would be cold. That's why I got a heater for your thighs, and I know, I know it's not your time, but bye bye. And I'll word to the wise when the fire dies, you think it's over, but it's just begun, baby. All right, so look at the screen for a second. Again, I'm trying to up, down. It's like I'm, I'm there's either lyrics or video. So, yeah, just to stop so you can see this. Okay, he's in bed one. with her corpse after he just murdered her. Murdered her. <laughs> so and like, then okay. He's never been quite so fucking deep in. Yeah, I, I kind of get that. I'm like, okay, dude. <laughs> you like your girlfriend better after you kill her. Oh, but wait, there's more. Oh, oh Baby, don't cry. You had my heart. At least for the most part. This is where it changes. Possibilities I never considered. Are occurring the likes of which I never 
be cold That's why I gotta heat up all your thighs And I know, I know it's not your time But bye-bye And a word to the wise When the fire dies You think it's over but it's just begun But baby don't cry You had my heart At least for the So listen to the background most of this. I don't know how well you can hear like all the laughing and the screams and shit in the background. It's really not coming through very well on my end, bro. Yeah. So we'll bail on that. Yeah, but again, this, you this, got the idea. It, yeah, this doesn't work very well on on our setup, unfortunately. No, uh, so you got the idea though. Mm-hmm. Basically, he he asks her to marry. She says <laughs> no. He kills her. He rapes her. Her dead body. It, it, um, it's just like it just it's a descent into what the fuckery is. <laughs> and then yeah. she becomes the living dead. Kills yeah, him. Yeah, becomes a zombie, kills him, eats his heart, and I'm like, oh, great. And the end of this story is they get married. In, As corpses. In death, so that they can go and murder together. <laughs> and this, ladies and gentlemen, is the brainchild of Jimmy the Rev Sullivan. Damn, bro. And it was a musical, musical-wise, like, chord progression and, and, and arrangement and stuff like that. It was a fucking genius level song <laughs> let's let's be honest here <laughs> so yeah there you go we got to dive into the avenged sevenfold world for just a little bit i hope you enjoyed <laughs> <laughs> so drew mm. the goddamn xfl bro yes <laughs> it's like that's right, folks. Uh, since the last time you saw our ugly mugs, uh, the day after that, we decided to go to the St. Louis at D.C. XFL game in Audi Stadium. It's the soccer stadium in downtown D.C., right next door to Nationals Ballpark. Audi Great field. stadium, by the way. It's like you said, mm-hmm. it opened, what, five, six years ago? Yep. 2015, something like that? Yeah, yeah so something six, like that. seven, eight years ago. Uh, great stadium. And that's the most fun I've had at a sporting event that didn't involve gasoline burning. Yeah. 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 Um, shit. Yeah. And I was the bigger <laughs> football nerd. He, I was the football nut as hu- heavy as the car. Any insert any car here. Formula one NASCAR. Did you do any, uh, 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 rally stuff? Do you, are you big I've on never any been rally to a stuff? rally? I loved watching it when I was on speed channels. When I discovered it, I'm like, this shit's amazing. Unfortunately, they rarely came to the States. Like at least the WRC guys rarely, if ever came to the States do and have any I was too poor and busy with college to go find it anyway. I don't know. It wasn't know. happening at Daytona international speedway or maybe Sebring or right. Miami or the, <laughs> I didn't even get to the drag strip at Gainesville. I never, I've never been to an NHRA event. 
Mm. Still to this day, it's on my damn list. And it's like, oh yeah, I'm not going to get weekends off anytime soon, so it ain't happening this year. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, my dad said he went to one as a when he was younger. I don't remember how young, where like, or what event, or, or somewhere in Texas, somewhere yeah. in North Texas. But he worked for AMD, worked for one of the largest companies on the planet Earth. So yeah, but I'm saying he, it, he, he got I don't, the I don't ability when it was <laughs> right. It wasn't a matter of affording it. No, it was just a question of, OK, I think he went to one at NHRA event at some point. He remembered te- describing it. I remember him describing it like literally the cylinders firing. You feel each one. Yes. <laughs> See, the closest I got was that one that I told you was close by here that they closed to put up condos uh, to overpopulate the area again. Uh, and it was the only one, but it was only an eighth uh, strip. OK. And it had a dirt uh, oval next door okay like in the same parking lot type of thing and they had some great events there and there was like nascar sponsored type of things at the dirt oval and harvick had actually or not harvick um 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 um, tony stewart yeah actually drove one of his his dirt cars at the track here well not here anymore because now it's underneath the foundation of an apartment building because fuck you well that's why fuck you so we go to the XFL game and it was lit. Amazing. <laughs> this is the coolest atmosphere I've had at a sporting event that I can remember. That's yeah. It, I it agree. Was, seriously. It was like, I, I learned like, Oh yeah. DC has a very loyal football fan base. They just want a team that's worth rooting for. Exactly. That's the critical part. And we almost and, filled and the dead skins have not been that for a while. No, no, <laughs> We we pretty much almost filled Audi Field by the time it got about through the first quarter. First quarter, yeah, it was almost full. Um, uh, yeah, the side that wasn't the tall side. Yeah, the yeah, tall side. The tall side. Okay, those is I don't there know. Was people I guess they didn't want. They were in the sun. I guess yeah, might have been why those seats didn't sell well. But the rest of it was packed. Yes, and the best way that we could have described it, and I think I said this. Uh, I think you might have said it first. We're sitting there that basically the crowd at this place, it sounded like the Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania. And if you are a WWE fan, you know, the XFL is run by the WWE. So this was not a surprise. You know exactly what we're talking about. Like the chants are random as fuck. The crowd was so into it. They're like, all right, what's the new thing we're going to yell about? Fuck yeah, we're all yelling about it. Correct. <laughs> and there was I a- swear I never heard fuck Dan Snyder that loud in oh, my life. So glorious. <laughs> it was so was glorious. Going, yeah, folks, again, if I probably go to an Arlington game, it would not shock me to hear fuck J- fuck you Jerry. Yeah. Like, fuck I haven't you, Jerry. heard it come through the I haven't cu- heard it come through the TV yet, but it's like, yeah, apparently they're playing another home game tomorrow afternoon. Tomorrow. I'm like, uh, I'm kind of tempted to all right, if I if if I'm not called by two o'clock, I'm done for the week and the game starts at three. So I'm sitting here going, hmm, sit here like one foot out the door, ready to go and get a ticket at the door. You know, and it's literally right down the street from you. Well, Arlington's a bit of a drive. It's a close to half an hour, but yeah, it's, (laughs) it's not too terrible. It's actually, it's a, it's easier to get to Arlington than it was for us to get to the damn DC stadium. (laughs) It's it's shorter than the Metro ride was. (laughs) Yeah, that was a little, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't, 
Well, it, it was, the metro ride was so friggin' long because the damn tunnel or whatever it is, the bridge is is uh, closed guess, across the river. So that one line I that would have shortcut like a dozen stations. I guess it depends on where um, where in the yellow line. In we could have taken that would have crossed over the river. Like, no, you got to the blue line all the way up through Roslyn and all that fun shit, and then change over at Lafont for like two stops. And both the yellow would have just been right there. And both stations are equidistant from the stadium, and they took quite a while to walk to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the stadium. It not the most convenient thing. So I, I it's don't not know. it's not like Victory Park in 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 Dallas because that's right by the AA Center and that's that's a quick walk. It's a it's like literally walking from the baseball stadium to the soccer stadium for y'all. Nice, pretty much that walk from the Dart Station to the AA Center. Got you. Uh, I don't know where exactly, and obviously we don't want to say it during here, but uh, where in Irving you are. But as far as Irving, the center of Irving. It's 15 minutes to Choctaw Stadium where they play. Yeah, I'm just saying it's you, you got to get all the way down to I-30. Oh, okay. So I'm just like it's, it's like okay, so it's like and I'm on the opposite end of DFW from where this joint is. So believe me, it's it's longer than you think because you can't quite take the straight line approach. That's what she said. So I've got to get all the way down to 183 and then get over to 360 and then take down to 30 and all that fun stuff, or just go up 114 to 360 and take that all the way down. So the, and then I've actually got to find out where this joint is because I know how to find the baseball stadium in Jerry World and Six Flags because that's all right there. And then I got to go find out where Choctaw is. And I'm assuming it's not far because Arlington ain't that damn big. It is. I just had it up. South, and I gotta go south back of this Jerry way. World, west of it. Uh, it's right behind Six Flags over Texas. Okay, so that's right next to Jerry World. All that fun stuff. I just never noticed it. Yeah, uh, right off of uh, <laughs> I-30, which is Tom Landry Freeway. I never noticed Yes. That. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, so in between okay, Six so Flags. Okay, so yeah, because Jerry World, Six right, Flags, and the baseball stadium yeah. are all right next to each other. So Choctaw, I just, I, I just never noticed the joint. Yep, Six Flags, Choctaw, Jerry World. Bam, bam, right. bam. Okay, so it's right. Is that what the name of the new ballpark the ba- the convertible baseball park because I I didn't think that one was a dual use I thought that was global uh, globe uh, globe life, life was the old one and then okay. then there's live the by Lowe's <clears throat> there's Choctaw Stadium which is the convert yeah it's the baseball stadium too That's, yeah because when they went to, they yeah. built the new baseball stadium it's a whole bunch of new stuff so it's like yeah. and also opening week opening day for the Rangers is next Friday so so uh, it helps that ours is uh, also a soccer stadium because a soccer pitch is very similar to a football field. Yes, and that works that works perfectly. Y'all Baseball, on it. the other hand, that's a very <laughs> Y'all are doing that story. fresh Oakland way. <laughs> yeah. Oakland or way RFK. of doing it. <laughs> uh, and, and that was later on. Where the fuck is my fucking wife? Oh, Choctaw Stadium is the old baseball park. Okay, I get it now. Okay. Because the new baseball park is the one just south of it, and that's the one that's got the retractable roof. So, okay, Choctaw Stadium is the old ba- – I say the old ballpark. That's the one they built in 1994, and because the old, old one was ancient AF. <laughs> and then in their infinite wisdom, they said, yeah, we don't need a roof. <laughs> oh, damn. We're going to build in Dallas, and it's a summer sport. Now nah, we don't need a roof. We don't need air conditioning. <laughs> Who needs air conditioning? Who in needs Texas? air conditioning when it's ninety degrees at seven oh five when the first pitch goes out? <laughs> Here you go. Here's the three D view of it. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. It, it looks really neat on the outside. Yeah. It's a cool looking park. I did cool not know they had converted that one. Okay. That's why they have. That was old down. Ranger Stadium. Yeah, that's where the Rangers used to play until the new joint opened. Okay, and I see now. Yeah, they got the field line on it. Okay. Yeah, because I'm looking at it. This must be a oh, recent picture then. Because yeah, it's got is, the Renegades because it's even that. got Renegades. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's got what the I, seating set I up. I think that's where they started playing three years ago, but that would have been right around the time the new stadium was supposed to open anyway, so I don't know. They might have played at some other stadium in town for three years ago, but yeah, it's okay. So it is the old baseball stadium. That's what it is. Okay, yeah, that's that's twenty minutes roughly from my front door, barring crazy damn, traffic. And since it. it's not Cowboys go. game or Rangers so, game, then I might able to make that. And there's Jerry yep. World. So yeah, they were smart enough to put retractable roofs on the and new stadium. So you go look at Texas Stadium. Oh, we just put a hole in the roof. It's fine. So we get this moving rectangle of sunlight. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, the folks on this sideline are baking while everybody else over here is fine. <laughs> so y'all are playing San Antonio. San Antonio. San Antonio Brahmas. Uh, they are a one and four team versus your three and two team. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. The re- the Renegades are are. Kind of a, a mid a five hundred team roughly this season. How's Houston doing? Are they the ones that are doing really well, or were they one of the They're ones, the that, ones are just... that are doing really well? We're fighting. Okay, uh, so them against DC tomorrow night, not tomorrow night, Monday night. Monday night. It is Monday night. Okay, yeah, it's Monday night. That's right. uh, it's fun. They do they do Saturday, Sunday, and Monday stuff. I think they might even do Friday stuff. This is the first Monday of okay. the season. Um, how the fuck did I get to the page that I was just on? Again, folks, it's uh, pro football. Go. Starring a lot of people you might actually recognize. That was wild. I was watching the game. Was it last weekend? Something like that. And I was like, Martavis Bryant. Right. Well, apparently he found a way to get paid to play football still. (laughs) Smoke weed every day. Smoke weed every day. (laughs) Uh, The Orlando Guardians there. I watched their game today. Yeah, Orlando's not doing so hot. Yeah, they're. Yeah, they weren't doing great. They, They got real fucking close. Have, they still um, haven't won a single game yet. Nope, nope. They're still in the winless column. Uh, but their uh, their uh, head coach is Terrell Buckley. Okay. Um, the Seattle. Um, ooh, Seattle. I want to say Kraken, but that's the hockey team. Seattle Sea Dragons is sea their Dragons. name. Okay, so effectively Kraken. Their head coach <laughs> is Jim Hazlitt. Yeah. So There's like, yeah, a lot so of names. a whole bunch of folks that you're familiar with from the pros and even college. Is like, yeah, this is a great way for guys who maybe are. What I would love for them to do is to turn this into some kind of farm system for the NFL. But then it's probably going to stop being cool if they do that. Yeah, because the ginger hammer Roger Goodell is going to somehow find a way to screw it up and make it as effed up as the NFL, which is the reason why something like this is fun in the first place. Because it's pro football the way we want it. it yeah, pro football meets pro wrestling. It's not scripted, but they let them play. Yeah, it, and that was our biggest thing with it. That was our thing. Like, they let them play. Hitting each other like we're used to seeing when we were growing up watching football. And there wasn't. And just that's what they let them do. Dirty laundry the whole fucking time yeah. too. Like I they mean, were just letting we them play. Probably count on one hand the number of legit flags that didn't involve fights. Yes. <laughs> It's like, yeah, it's like, oh, somebody pass interference or this and that. No, it was weird. I don't maybe one pass interference call that I can remember that whole game. I think there was one pass interference call. Like holding? How and many one, did they have? I think Almost it was like none, one maybe holding. one. Yeah. So I'm sitting here, yeah. either the refs are really just letting shit slide, or these guys are really disciplined and they play very at least on those two teams, and they play a, a really clean game until all right, we don't like you. Now we're getting punchy. <sighs> Well, and at the end, uh, when I watched the next St. Louis game, the one in between our two, was their St. Louis game. That was like flag central. Yeah, like they were. That was dirty. So I don't know whether it was just 
us, like that combination was perfect or something like that, but it was a clean ass game. But the Orlando Guardians, unfortunately, are still winless. Uh, they, though, they were fighting. They they were straight up fighting today. It was great. It was a great game. And that's what I'm, you know, loving about this thing is that the games are football. Like if yes. you are a, if you are a fan of the game, a student of the game, a former player of the game, a current player of the game, you will love the XFL, especially and NFL, you need to fucking listen to this. Matter of fact, no, fuck you. Let the Don't. XFL have no, no, no. it. Let Suck the NFL dick. do that. Let the XFL do this because that makes them unique and special and Correct. fun. They're and interesting. Perfor- like their their uh, um, um, their broadcasts are perfect. Yeah, they have Dean Blandino, and Dean Blandino is the former NFL referee who is the the um, uh, chief of the referees in the XFL, the whole league. And he watches every single game from, you know, uh, New York, quote unquote, just like they do in the NFL. But they're like interfaced directly live with the headsets, talking to them right on the field, right? So they're talking to the judge, you know, the line judge, like directly, you know. Um, Dean Blandino up there talking about like the way that thing, way that he saw certain things. So basically he's giving a a breakdown of everything he saw from the officiating side. Every member of the um, coaching staff and the first string members of the teams are all mic'd up Yep, and all of their words and all of their broadcast is available for the broadcast. Whoever's doing it, ABC, uh, I think ESPN is doing most of it. I don't think too much of it's going on regular broadcast TV because, again, when things are mic'd up on live TV, especially in a full contact sport, people are going to say fuck a lot. <laughs> so they are <laughs> not on to a broad- mention the crowd. <laughs> they are on a broadcast delay. And I know that because yeah. there was a bunch of little dropouts and I looked at them and they do have an actual broadcast delay and they're pretty okay. goddamn good at it. I was going to say, yeah, it's obviously you have to put a six second or eight second, whatever they got in there is like right. a chance because. It's like us doing the show back in the day <laughs> with somebody's mouth. <laughs> you need to put a broadcast delay on Ron. Shing, sparkle, sparkle. <laughs> but here you go. The, uh, the just, Let's just talk about this week. The Seattle-Orlando game was on ABC, also on ESPN Plus and ESPN Extra. The St. Louis and Vegas game that's going on right this minute is on FX. And oh, so it's Plus. multiple. Well, I, I, yeah, I'd say I wouldn't say competitors, except Disney and Fox are now. Yeah. Yeah. Butt sex. Yeah. Um, San Antonio and Arlington game tomorrow will be on ABC and ESPN. The Roughnecks and DC game on Monday night is on ESPN too, along with ESPN Plus and, and uh, extra. But like take um, the I think it was the Orlando game. It was last week. Yeah, it was last week. They also did it on ESPN Deportes, Mm. right? So live on the the Spanish one. The Ocho. (laughs) (laughs) They're doing a lot of broadcasts on that one, as a matter of fact. It's pretty cool. So the championships, um, they haven't uh, announced where the other, the divisions ones are going to be because they're, you know, home field advantage, obviously. But the championship is at the Alamo Dome. Okay. In San Antonio. So y'all got the XFL Super Bowl for this year. 
And I'm working every weekend next month, so I can't go. And it's Saturday, <laughs> <Damn> it. May 13th. <laughs> oh, May 13th? Yeah, Saturday, May 13th. Oh, and then maybe I'll have a chance. Month, potentially. Because I don't have my May schedule yet. Yes. <laughs> I didn't so, know the season was going on that long. Okay. Yeah, we're only in week six right now. How many are total are they playing this year? Ten weeks. So ten weeks plus, what, two playoff games, including the final? Uh, three total. Uh, okay, so a North and South division title, and then the championship. Oh, three total. Okay, so two weeks worth. Yeah. Okay. So and, the top yeah. four teams, and then the top two teams. Okay. And it looks like it's actually two weeks split because it's April twenty nine and thirty for the what you call it for the, the uh, sem- yeah for the, the division the, the conference championships the division yeah. championships and then two weeks later is the championship. The bowl. The bowl. I hope they come up with a cool name for it. I do too. <laughs> the X bowl, the X bowl, <laughs> but seriously, like the chants were glorious. The crowd was so into it. And really and then the fun part, we start learning. Oh yeah. DC's already developed its own flavor for the crowd. Yes. The flavor is lemon ladies and gentlemen. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. That, that what was it. Week three was when we went to see him mm-hmm. and apparently week one, it was already lit, and then the staff at the stadium said, "No, you can't do that." By what? By that, we were referring to the beer snake. Yes, literally the longest stack of clear stadium plastic beer cups I've ever seen in my life. It yep. literally starts at the bottom of a section and goes all the way to the top, and it snakes its way up. It's not even a straight line. They had to literally put curves in this thing to fit it. Then it started working its way sideways over to the next section. That's it. You're going, my God, it's a lot of beer at $14 a pop. <laughs> and actually, it wasn't 14 It was, oh, what? Sorry, it was, those were it was like the eight or nine, was, right? The, yeah. No, no, no. It was the 24-ounce cans that I was buying. Those were 14 bucks a pop. God damn. I'm like, I don't, I didn't. The wild part is I wouldn't even look in, but I did not see where they had draft beer. All the beer vendors that I saw were selling cans. So I'm like, yeah, all right. I noticed so that. It took a second for us to, for, to figure out what the hell the beer snake was. And I'm like, because it was at the other end of the stadium from where we were sitting. So let's look at the far end zone. Picture time. Let's yes, go with picture it's time. It's time to illustrate this one with Ron's epic camera phone. <laughs> go, <laughs> I was go like, Google. damn, bro. <laughs> all right. So here we go. Let's let's make this full screen. Here we go. All right. So there's our first stop. We had, that was in uh, the. I think that's Lafont. It's a crisscross. So yeah. Yeah, Lafont Plaza. Lafont, right yeah. there. We we're changing trains. And then here we are at Audi Field. And there's the stadium. So we were uh, we were early. Um, actually, got in there. I think right uh, right after they opened the doors. So everybody's yeah. We got in pretty in. early. Yeah. That that right there was KJ Sales. He's a defensive back, number nine with the XFL starting defensive back, and he was the hype man. Yes, they had. They gave a him a microphone man. after the. They gave him a microphone after the coin toss. Yes, and just said, you know, they just kind of go, go have fun, and he go. was literally the hype man. Now pay attention to this section that's below the the jumbotron. That's the section in because question. Because there there'll be more, and now you'll see that that is. 
they they call it SRO, they call it standing room only, but it's not. There's actual like like little things that you can sit on in there. It's like okay. bars and stuff like that. So it's not the most comfortable than well, I Well, I think the bars are mainly sneak. just there for you to like hold on to something so you don't fall over the fall down the stairs over the people next in front of you. Well, you see the guys sitting up here. Okay, yeah, I guess bars. you can kind of figure out a way to Kids There's like a bar there. you can sit on or something. Yeah. It's technically SRO, but there's ways around it. Oh, did you notice that by the way? I just scrolled in and then when it locks like the the I can see this dude's face. I could probably oh, wow. pick him out of a crowd now. Right there. <laughs> I love my fucking camera. <laughs> anyway, so there is the hype man running around on the field, you know, let's go DC type of thing. There's us. It was actually the day after the show. Yeah, so we did the show Saturday night and this is Sunday afternoon. So, fu- fucking football. There's your beer snake, folks. There's the beer snake and this is early in the game. This I want to say this is still the first half. First half. Or right maybe. at halftime was when we noticed it or something, but yeah. I was taking the pictures like rapid fire. This was, uh, the game hadn't started there, so this is still early. So the this little sign right here that says don't take our snake. Here's the reason this is the backstory of the beer snake thing and why there are lemons associated with the DC Defenders XFL uh, team. And say the the flavor of the crowd is lemon. Is lemon. Um, So they took away uh, 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 beer. Um, The beer snake. The beer snake. Like they started creating that during the week one game. And they were like. And then the staff from the stadium said, no, "No can't do it. it No. And the crowd did not like that. No. They They made their displeasure very known. They went very And one of the other things they were selling at the vendors that day were lemon drops. Yes. Vodka lemonade with a lemon wedge. So in protest, you, you give people things that are turnable into ballistic objects, such as fresh fruit, and they're going to use them. Yeet the lemons. <laughs> Yeet the lemons. <laughs> it was so glorious. So no, They were literally yeeting lemons. So, they were throwing the lemon wedges onto the field in protest of the beer snake being broken up. So, so, and apparently that happened again, I think, in week two. I didn't get the whole story from the other guys. I'm like, okay, it was, I, was, I think that was just week one that I heard about it. And then you went and looked it up later about, all right, what's the story on the rules? And it was like, okay, that's when I finally started. Because folks were bringing in whole lemons. Yes. Into, the, like, like you hear, like, in the old movies, like in a bad comedy show or a bad acting show where people would throw tomatoes and shit at the dude on stage. People were literally bringing in fresh lemons. So here's a football game. One section all the way up to the camera in section 137. That's the end zone camera. All the way down, snaking all the way down to the, uh, the front the bar. bottom of the thing. That is literally a continuous stack of clear plastic stadium beer cups. The big 24 and, ounce, 32 ounce, whatever they are, giant beer cup. I think they had like two different sizes. And but remember, yeah, that's a stack of plastic cups, folks. And remember, there's empty beer cups that people have already drank. And remember, they're stacked. So there's only like yeah. about a, maybe a half an inch in between them. Oh, not even that. I yeah. mean, we're talking a quarter inch. Quarter at inch, most. maybe. That's a few thousand plastic cups stacked up into one big continuous snake. So here's the beginning of the fourth quarter. We are winning 25-20 over. That was a fun game. That was a back and forth game, too. It was a battle. And here is Beer Snake snake version 2.0. And this one was right behind our heads. 
this was like uh, the next section to our left in the corner. They started forming another one, and we saw like, people at RM were just passing sta- small stacks yes. of plastic cups to the Wranglers. And this is one of the Wranglers right here in his gear. Yeah. Free the <laughs> beer snake. That was one of the chants. <laughs> yep. Free the snake. Free, Free the, the snake. snake. Yep. At first, I thought it was feed the snake, like just add more cups, which also fits. And they're like, no, that's not quite what it is. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Here's the video. Oh. I didn't mean I apparently pressed the button too long. Maybe I did it again. My fat ass face. I did. I did it too. God damn. What the? Wow, that video quality is amazing. Come on, internet. Catch up. It's in 4K. There we go. Why are you bleeding heavily, sir? Yeah, I scraped my, scraped my hand. Yeah. So, so now stop right here. See this up here? I can't scroll in because it's a video. Attention fans. <laughs> the XFL DC defenders at Audi Field prohibit objects being thrown on the field towards any players, referees, or staff. Fans yeah. throwing objects will be moved from the stadium, removed from the stadium, and will be subject to arrest. And this was because, and you'll see, you saw in the video that they started clearing the teams from that ends of the field. And that's because the lemons were real. The lemons started flying in significant numbers when, yeah. Yeah, it was intense. And then there was something at the very end where that beer snake, they broke it up and they started throwing every one of those cups down onto the the field. field. I started seeing them go flying. (laughs) And look at, look at the the XFL players. Yeah, and the, and the players are hyping up. Like, yeah. come on, guys, get into it. Refs are picking it. Like, they're just like, let's go. Let's fucking yeah. go. God damn it. Come on, Google. Audio is crap. There we go. God damn. It was the funniest. The first one I saw, it was like, okay, as I heard somebody mention lemons when we were just walking in. It's like I hope I, yes, I, I was like, okay, I hope I remember to bring. I, was like, I hope you remember to bring a lemon today. And I'm just like, what? Okay, like, what? No, lemons. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, all right, whatever. And then after the first touchdown that St. Louis scored at our end of the field, somebody winged a whole lemon on yes. into the end zone at the guy who just scored. I'm like, <laughs> okay, I think that's why the guys were bringing lemons. And then I was like, after like seeing it for like three quarters of that, I finally turned around to the guys behind us. I go, all right, what's the story with the lemons, guys? Oh, here we go. Yeah, stacks of cups. Let's go, beer snake. And those are all different size cups, and they don't all fit together perfectly. But yeah. Come on, Ron. You're a camera operator. I never saw a place that was actually selling draft beer. Look at this. <laughs> and we, it was just this endless parade of Wranglers bringing stacks to feed the second beer snake. Now, the rules were that only Section 130... Yeah. 
only in that standing room only section at the other end was the only place it was allowed to be formed. So they tried to come in and break up the snake, and we were not happy. We, <laughs> our, our section got rather animated when they tried to come in and break this one up. Feed the snake. You see me punching air. Yes. <laughs> Dude, it was it was a party. Yes. Is is that's what it was. It was a fucking party. This is like it's like, I, it's like I've been to a bunch of NASCAR races. Never saw this ever. Of course, I was never hanging out in the infield much. It's like, and at the sports car races where I was hanging around the infield, it was usually a little more civilized than this. Yeah. But this is like the Not, snake pit at the Indy 500 50 years ago. Now, here's <laughs> what the snake epic. has got had gotten to on the other side. By yeah. the, to, so stretches all the, the way from the, the bottom, all the way up to the top, and then some. And then goes over a whole section during yeah. the, in the top row, the whole section. <laughs> <laughs> and there's like everybody i think i saw in here one of the one of the people that's holding it is a kid yeah there were some kids that were holding it somewhere in here maybe it was the previous picture but there's somewhere that where they're like you know some of the people that are holding it in the middle are children <laughs> it was <Yeah>. awesome <laughs> uh trying to get to what <laughs> yeah, yeah, here we go. All right, now we're getting into victory formation or getting close to it. Uh, yeah, it's what, 36 seconds left in the game? Yeah, but this 36 seconds takes two That's minutes. when it turned into a fight. That was yes. the brawl that erupted at the end of the game. Oh, this is the touchdown. Or the interception. As I so adequately described it, football meets pro wrestling. Yes. And it's great. <laughs> that was the interception that sealed it right there. And picked off like a boss. By the way, another, I want to give my phone a little more love. Here. Oops. Goodbye, car. All right, so as you go in, and I go and hit the 4X button and it changes lenses. That's the 4X optical lens, which yeah. is why well, it went from, went from, you know, kind of dirty, you know, looking uh, and pixelated because it was digital zoom to all of a sudden crystal fucking clear 4K. I love my goddamn phone. <laughs> I think the snake had already been broken up and they threw it. They started throwing it. Yeah, because like you look. OK, yeah, yeah there's there, no it's, snake. It's there, but they. I guess they, they set it down partly. Yeah, did you see it? There oh, there they go. go. Yeah, now they start raining down. <laughs> <laughs> they break up the snake and start turning it into missiles. Look at all those cups. Yeah, oh as God, I said, if you're in the front row, you're just going to get hit by everything coming from behind. <laughs> Eat the snake. Eat the, the snake. snake. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I'm about three or four beers myself, and I'm talking 24 ounce beers yes. into the game at that point. I'm just like, yeah, I think I had like one hot dog to mitigate all of that alcohol. Oh my god! And people are leaving because basically the game is over. The game's right? over at this point. We're trying to beat the traffic. I'm like, nah, fuck that. I stay. To, yeah, your fans stay to the end. Let me scroll forward here. I don't know if I start seeing. How 
Oops, wrong way. Wait, maybe not the wrong way. What are we booing about? I forget. I don't, I don't remember. It like, it, the, game, the end of the game got a little chaotic. <laughs> yeah, look at this. There's just fights. Ready? Flags. Yeah, that's where the, yeah here we go. That's when the, the players just start getting punchy. <laughs> Scoreboard. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we need the glass. I'm waiting for the glass to break. Apparently, you can't do it that way, so I'll stop doing it that way. Uh, oh, this is the, the drummers from the local high school marching band or whoever it was. I think they were just a drum line. Yeah. Yeah, Webster Phillips. One dude dressed, yeah, Mickey and Minnie for some reason. We're going to Chicago. As we commence the long walk to the Metro State. Yes. So, yes, that was our trip. That was our XFL experience. It was, it was, that was my favorite sporting event I've ever been to in my life. Other than going to actual motorsports events. Yes. That that's right up there for me. And you know, we had a lot of fun at the Richmond race, been to, yes. to several Daytona 500s. They were all great. Uh, been a season. Well, was a season ticket holder for the Redskins since like 1991 and have gone to literally a hundred games in my lifetime. So those were not, you know, like nowhere close. We've been to, to WWE a bunch of times. That was fun. I had more time. I had more fun at WWE when we went in Jacksonville. Yes. And we were on the floor. <laughs> we had like what? Fourth row back from the announcer's right. table. Yeah. Those like, were damn good seats. <laughs> great. You know, I liked being up uh, in the, the boxes. It's very comfy. And, you know, it's, there's no ridiculousness that you have to deal with. But there was nothing better than you know wearing the shirt, We're, holding yeah, the sign down there, and holding up the signs that we went and right that there. we made before we showed up. He's like, "All right, let's get creative." <laughs> we did it. I don't even remember what our sign said. One was JBL something, and then there was another one for Rey Mysterio, and uh, we had like it was like two bo- two signs we did, and there was like front and back on each. Yeah, yeah, I remember the front and the back thing. Um, what year was that? Two thousand and nine. Say January 2009, something like that. Uh, apparently, January, I don't February, have something any like that. Saved photos from that time. Matter of fact, goddamn, I, I'm missing a bunch of photos because it's probably like four computers ago. I have a bunch from 2008, and yeah, tons from 2008 when I when I lived in Orlando. Yeah, and when I worked at Disney, and then there's a big skip. 2009, there's one with me in my uniform and all my radios on me. There was another one when I was a corporal. And then the next one is 2009 in December, which would have, I guess, been right in front of this, when I was at a Redskins game with my sister. And that's it for all of 2009. And then a picture of me and Thaler 
Oh, I'll show you this one real quick. Me and Failer at uh, that was the Ron uh, Sands beard. You yes. look. I, I like. I don't recognize you. Yeah. Actually, both of you are Sands beard. Both of you have beards now. Yeah, he he has a scruffly beard. There's my dad. Dad. Uh, there's us at the radio station, the, the original radio show, radio station. Uh, that's my sister, and that's us at FedEx Field for the Redskins game. That's it between 2008 and 2010. Wow. And apparently me and a TR. And now we'll go ahead and leave that. <laughs> on that bombshell it's time to end alright ladies and gentlemen thank you for listening to the show if you want to listen to the other half of this show you have to become a shitlord by going to theporchfactor.com slash be a shitlord sign up support the show log into the clubhouse and we'll talk to you very soon if you are a currently a shitlord we will also talk to you very soon because you do get to hear what's about to happen we will talk to you all later thank you all very much we love you bye bye